0: Welcome back to 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast, a show focused on highlighting the illustrious Prairie View A&M University, the HBCU of Texas, by promoting SWAC and the HBCU experience. Featuring your fellow PV Panthers, Roland Austin, Jay Cleesey, Big Mike Washington, three-time SWAC champ Gati Werema, former drum major HBCU band historian Shanetta Haskell, and Al Williams, driving the show from the hill. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at 1876SCP. And don't forget, we do it for the culture. And welcome to the 1876 Sports and Culture podcast. I am Shanetta. Joining me is our favorite guest co-host, v <laughs> <laughs> Also, Roland Austin and Big Mike. Joe and Al are on assignment. Hey. All right, so the first thing let's talk about, it's not necessarily Prairie View and m University, but it is the city of Prairie View. Oh, say that again. Say that. We got to get that separation between us <laughs> <Yeah>. two. <laughs> It's not, not Prairie View, A&M University. It is the city of Purview. So in case you missed it, there was a press conference held Friday, September 17th, on the steps of Waller County Sheriff's Office. Basically, former mayor, current city councilman. What is it? David Allen? Is that his name? David Allen? David Allen has gotten confused on which credit card to use he said, uh, uh, "When he, you is... know, this week. <laughs> yes." So, Ro you you live close to this area, fellas? and what? Seriously, and, and again, so, uh, allegedly, 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 right? These allegedly. are all allegations,
1: right? You know, we know Doctor Doctor mm-hmm. uh, Matthews has been very vocal at many of the city council meetings. She has, uh, if you follow her on TikTok and and all the other social media platforms, it's a It's a clown show. I mean, it's sad that she comes, (laughs) but she brings all the theatrics along with it. But um, so apparently uh, she has been digging into a lot of the financials there at Prairie View. um, And they actually had a forensic audit done. And uh, some of the issues that came out of that audit were quite disturbing um where we have uh seen that the city of Prairie View, and I say we because I actually a, I'm a I pay taxes in Prairie View. and so um <laughs> we have paid for insurance we paid for uh car notes and um they the, the most alarming one was we've actually bought lingerie for individuals so you know again if we don't is this is a legend now it could have been hey both cars look alike right they both have my name on them right you know and so I got confused right I didn't know which one to use um but when you actually submit the credit card statement back to the city for payment uh, that kind of lets me know that you know it was <laughs> some, some clarity going on in
0: terms of which car actually mm-hmm. but let's let Let's be clear, too, though, because if he submitted it for payment and if it was paid.
1: Well, if um, the person that's paying works for the mayor, what are you going to say? I'm not going to lose my job, man. I, I don't know. It's really it's uh, interesting. It's,
0: it's so sad. It's
1: I feel like what's the guy used to come on? And those are the days of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, that
2: sounds like it could be sounds like it could be a good setup for a reality show, huh?
1: Man,
0: you couldn't buy, you couldn't write this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. But moving on to moving on to yes, happier, please do yes. happier, happier. Yeah. So on Tuesday last Tuesday, our students, faculty, friends, um, staff of PV, they the president emerita, truth to truth, returned to the yard to discuss her memoir which is entitled Up Home, One Girl's Journey. If you didn't get a chance to to see it live, it is on YouTube. And so I would encourage you to go and watch it on YouTube. A very, very engaging engaging conversation. Um, I love the fact that she is so honest. I guess that's why Ruth the Truth makes so much sense for her. But did anyone else get an opportunity to either look at it live or see it on YouTube?
3: I did. I had a chance to look at it. And I, I guess the, the word you use was honesty. I mean, yes, it was completely honest. I mean, I, if she revealed a lot of stuff that I was not aware about her, I mean, living owner provided housing, um, had there been any government housing codes, you know, uh, there, you know, they would have, you know, bypass safety standards. Um, Man, she talks about, you know, going hungry. She talks about a rough childhood. I didn't realize she was one of 12 kids. I didn't realize the meager beginnings that she started from. And she talks about her journey from that point. And she holds no bars, you know, about some of the struggles she went through. So Mm -hmm. I I thought it was very engaging. I thought it was very interesting because I learned quite a bit that I did not know about Root to Truth. Mm I
0: love when the... No, I didn't
3: get a
2: chance. No, and here. I'll always say is that I haven't had a chance. I will go and look at the YouTube, but I did get a chance to read, kind of read some of the excerpts from it. And I'll just say, you know, I've always admired and respected Dr. Uh, Doctor Simmons, but now that's my homegirl because I <laughs> knew she was from Grapeland and y'all you know, from Centerville, so we were in the same district. So we played Gravelin, so I'm very familiar with the with the small country town. And then even, I didn't know she was either, Mike. I didn't know she was the youngest of 12. I'm the youngest of nine. You know, we grew up very poor. And, you know, a lot of the things that she talks about, I've experienced in my life too. So definitely, homegirl, much, much more respect. And I just feel that kindred spirit
3: when I read And I definitely will go back and check out the YouTubes and to get all of it yeah, as well I, I saw some comments from i guess i can only assume that they were people from this generation they were like what's a sharecropper <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's like, sharecropper. That's, that's real. You. That's real. <laughs> that's real. Seriously, uh, but yeah, she was born, you know, you know, sharecrop in the sharecropping environment, and I had to realize I had to take a step back and realize these kids don't know what sharecropping is. So, mm-hmm. so that was that, that was real for me. <laughs> like,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roland. What were you gonna say? No, no, no.
1: Just really, just echoing what the other two guys said. You know, it's um. It's very interesting. Every time she speaks, every Every time time. she speaks, man, Mm -hmm. she gives you another uh, aspect of her. You learn another dimension from her. Um, and you just, you, you you can only aspire to get to that level where you can be that transparent, get paid to be that transparent and be completely unapologetic about whatever, because your story, your journey tells the story better than anything. Right. So, you know, Mm Always just so inspiring anytime she's a I feel like anytime she's around, you know, she does not have to exactly. say anything. She's just exactly. a very inspirational exactly. individual.
0: Yeah, I but love. now. I don't, yeah,
3: don't want to seem petty, but I looked to probably like what's the price of this thing? So I looked on Amazon <laughs> <laughs> eleven fifty? Man, you can get cheaper books for eleven fifty. I mean, this is Bruce Simmons. Come on now.
1: $11. No, $11. They're, they're up to twenty. I think I thought it was uh, twenty-one somewhere.
3: I may have looked at it wrong. Maybe I, I saw an 1150, and then I saw an audio version for like 20 bucks or or give or take 21. 20. Yeah,
1: maybe that was the audio version I was looking at. Yeah. So I Ooh. was like, come
3: on now. Somebody done a marketing. She could have got a few more extra dollars on that book. Just Volume saying. pricing, <laughs> baby.
1: Volume yes. pricing. You want to get it in your, everybody's <laughs> hands, baby. Trust me. <laughs> it's that Shaq approach.
2: <laughs> hey. Hey y'all, yeah. let's let's make let's make sure her book can be in the uh school libraries, okay?
3: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Well, you
1: know it, not it ain't gonna make it in Florida, but
3: I'm <laughs> saying yeah, yeah, I'm sure Mr. De <laughs> DeSantos has something to say about that. <laughs>
1: We, we ain't talking about shellcroppers down here. <laughs> when,
0: that's, that's what I did. <laughs> like, what I did love, though, was when the young lady asked her a question and she talked about not being afraid of your decisions. And she said, hey, when she retired, she had no clue what was going to happen. But then Rice called and then Harvard called. And then she said, and I quote, every month since she made that announcement, she's received a job offer. So yep. again, roof the truth. Hey, can you I'm know, right. imagine making more money in retirement than you
1: do? I know, right? You, know, you, you, you can call your own shots. And, uh uh mean, no, I'm only coming in on Thursdays. <laughs> yes, I
3: only work Fridays, Thursdays. I'm like,
0: man, so so as if launching the School of Public Health wasn't enough, P V announced was it this week that they are now going to launch the interdisciplinary cybersecurity minor for all majors. So, and coming from someone in technology, what I like about it is that it's all majors because I think we get so focused on computer science, computer engineering, information systems, that the ability for all majors to understand the role that they play in securing information, financial data, intellectual property, I think is going to be really, really huge. I do look forward to the day where they make that a major though.
3: Yeah, I guess I was a a little bit confused when I saw this because I was at the career fair last week and I met a couple of folks and I asked them what their major was and they said cybersecurity. So I was like, I know we had a program, but I didn't know it was a major or maybe it was a minor, but it's just a program. Right, uh, that you can get training, and I, th- I think you can get certification. But speaking hands hands down, you talk about the wave of the future. Cybersecurity is that field. So it is. Um, kudos, it is. Kudos, kudos, It is.
1: Everybody's so I, dealing with it. I know with folks it. with certifications that's doing way better than folks with actual degrees.
0: So yeah, <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny because you know we think about we keep talking about weapons, nuclear weapons, and things like that being a being terrorism. But and I'm by no means saying that that is not an issue. But if, if the United States get hacked, if your bank account gets hacked, if the Fed gets hacked, that will destroy or hurt more people. Oh, they just did it in, uh, in Atlantic City. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, and it's, it's just a very, very important discipline. And yeah. so I would love to see I think right now. Um, Gramlin State University actually from an HBCU standpoint has the best computer science program and I believe they do offer that as a major so again good first step mm-hmm. good <laughs> Grambling oh, Google exactly Exactly. do they have
1: computers in Grambling
0: <laughs> so let me ask y'all a question if you think back when you graduated from high school right, right you're 17 you're 18 years old and right before you go to pv you get an opportunity to go to jamaica
3: i don't think i'm coming back (laughs) i'm thinking of the beach parties in the pool (laughs) boy i'm uh, I'm gonna finish out my school down (laughs) here
2: yeah yeah that trip yeah that trip to jamaica big mike that was yeah we
0: (laughs) i see no reason i see no reason (laughs) so 47 47 first year students that's how they started their college career at Prairie View in Jamaica. Oh, wow, that is Stud- awesome! Studying abroad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so is- how does that work? They they're there for like just a semester, or they you
1: know it's a it's done kind of like an exchange program, or basically,
0: exactly. They, they're considering it studying abroad. Um, okay, which I, which I found was very unique too. I think they said since they started this in seventeen, mm-hmm. that over five hundred students have participated and that's you know when you think about the pandemic and they weren't doing it that's a lot of students that's getting an excellent opportunity yeah so was like, well, What was that when i was there i'm curious
2: I'm, 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 I'm curious if is it a particular uh discipline that gets to go or
0: is it just no any it ma- any... looks like any major is probably probably,
1: probably most no, of now, agriculture I,
0: Yes, I was going to say a lot of them. Like when you look at, there's an article on Prairie Beach's website, and if you look at it, um, they did talk about the ag majors.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Them. A lot were ag majors, and I believe a lot. I think this is the first year that they allowed freshmen. Is that correct? I think um, they allowed some freshmen to go on this trip. So, um, you think of you think of Jamaica, and you automatically default to all the beaches and the resorts, but. I mean, they were going to castles, countryside manors. They were going to farms. Uh, So it was truly an educational trip. But most of us laughed. And I remember when I went to Jamaica. But seriously, it was a very educational study abroad. uh, Yeah, it was educational.
1: (laughs) It was a cultural exchange for you, Mike. (laughs) I see
3: no reason. I and so, that's great for them. <laughs> we, we learned skills um. on negotiating, <laughs> planning, <laughs> seriously, sightseeing. <laughs> like, still uh, we sampled the done. cuisine.
0: Huh. Yo, there you go. I yeah.
3: yeah.
1: still didn't learn proper benchmarking, I see, because that was
0: 40 seconds. <laughs> Oh wow! All right, let's move on. Let's oh, move man. on to anyone hear anything coming from the career fair this past week? Mike, you were there, huh? handing out jobs.
1: I think we lost Mike. God, beat John Brown that boy. Oh man, we got,
2: we got. I got to hook all y'all up with AT T. What's going on? We really
1: got to get, got to get something y'all happening some, here.
2: I gotta get okay, y'all he's some been. fiber, man. I'm
0: back. All right,
3: Mike. I had. Yeah. We ain't talking about Meta Mutual Mike. <laughs> i had the circles of death going on i was like i and i'm on the road (laughs) traveling as you can see in the background i had these circles of death i mean what kind of internet they got here
0: (laughs) mike tell us about the career fair
3: so the career fair was was phenomenal i don't know if you've had a chance they had over you know 70 80 companies there um i you know uh i do I liken it back to when we had the uh, career fair when we were on the yard. You know, the mm-hmm. dome would be packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, seriously, I would pack. But this year it was held, and I I forget what the building is, but it's it's basically where they have all of the new equipment. Students can have a membership. They can work out, and they have a gym in there. And I I think uh, Prairie View made very adequate use of space. Um, then they had, you know, the opportunity to uh, do interviews or schedule an interview room in the uh, Memorial Student Center. And uh, the only challenge I have is so many students were coming. You know, they signed up, but they said their professors wouldn't give them time off. They Some students had two tests that day. I seem to remember when, their stu- when the career fair was there, you had at least two days to go interview. You had a chance to go prep. I had to send some students out to still go, go take a look at your resume, son or ma'am. <laughs> so I think that is an area of improvement that we still have to gain on. I mean, um, they haven't had the opportunity. Many of these students didn't know about the career services or the opportunity to even take a look at your your resume or to get coaching or get counseling on your resume. These companies were there a day or two before the career fair offering that service, and these students did not know about it so the career fair itself was ran really well had a chance to see lots of companies uh the representation from you know the top 100 was there but i was a little bit disappointed at how prepped the students were for this career fair hopefully you know you know we'll provide that input but next year man we got to do better with that you know I, at least the chemical engineers some of these students had two tests that day and i talked to some of the professors and I go, well dr washington they had they should plan better I was like, come on, you know, they got to study. Come come on, you can't push it back in a week. (laughs) We've
1: only known that this was happening about, what, four months now?
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Then I asked, you know, hey, you know, I asked a couple of professors in mechanical engineering. Hey, you know, some of the students aren't aware about, you know, the ability to get coaching and and counseling on resumes, not just senior. They're like, well, they should know to go to the career services. Come on, that's not excuse. Come on,
1: man. I will say. Even back into the 90s, that was something that was not necessarily widely pushed and widely publicized until it was too late, right? It, it, I'm sorry, going in there the day before the career fair, that's not going to give you a lot. <laughs> I mean, you can go over there, but that's just not enough time. Uh, I do think career services can do a so they have a, a lot of runway in front of them that they can make a lot more headwind by getting the information out, getting the necessary resources out to in front of the students. Because I remember back in the 90s, first career fair, I knew nothing about career services. Thank God for Epsilon. You know, that was because <laughs> they were the ones that said, hey, 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 come here. <laughs> Don't put that on there.
0: <laughs> what do you all think as alum, alums we can do to assist? I mean, I would be more than happy. To help with resume writing, interviewing skills. I think the efforts are in place, Shanetta. I honestly think alums that are dedicated
1: and committed, they're doing what they're doing. You know, like you say, I know um, a number of sessions have been had through through Epsilon, through Alpha, through a number of organizations. So individually, siloed people are doing the work.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, is
1: it is it still more work to be done? Yes. And so, who do you? who do you get behind to kind of help
3: spearhead all of those efforts right right so maybe
0: it's a communication issue yeah definitely i, right? think,
3: definitely. I think that yeah. i think that's the gap the communication um you know some of the some of the professors i don't want to get into names or anything but it's not just your job to walk in a classroom and teach um you're helping to prepare that student to enter the world you know that in that preparing the student goes goes outside the classroom interviewing you know know, uh, resume writing business writing you know at least if if it can't be done in the in the engineering or education department let them know where there are opportunities and work to give them there's there's a gap there in pre review i i'm ashamed to say between a lot of the departments and and what's happening in career services don't don't be ashamed
1: mike because it's not isolated to just pv you know um through uh, Alpha Phi Alpha, there's a, a program called C2C, right? College Life to yep. Corporate Life. And uh, we pull in young brothers from all over. And I'm talking Ivy League all the way down to, you know, whatever school they're 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 coming in from, right? And it's a unanimous, I mean, it's kind of a consistent theme, right? A lot of these brothers are not preparing. We're talking about Alpha, bro. They're coming in with three eights, three nines. But they're just not prepared in terms of how to sit in front of an interviewer, how to answer proper questions, how do you structure your resume so to reflect some of the non-traditional leadership opportunities that you may have had or some of the non-traditional skill sets that you've developed over time. And that's something I've been really fortunate to have a chance to kind of see that side of what these kids need to get. Now, it would be great if that was something that the fraternity could partner with and maybe that that program continue to grow. Because it was a really strong program. And I know through GE's alphas, they did a phenomenal job to the point to where we had senior HR leadership coming to us and saying, how did y'all find so many talented people? Not African-American, but just talented individuals. They were literally fighting to give out offer letters. So it's really just about how well you prepare those Mm -hmm. students, how well do you prep them to be ready to walk, to stand in front of somebody to get the job. And that was Mm -hmm. the motto, get the offer. Get the offer. So you got to start teaching these kids while they're in their freshman year. Preaching that. Get the offer. Right? And now you're prepping and you're leading down the path to get where they need to be when they graduate.
0: All right. Well, let's take a quick break and come back and talk about this massacre.
1: Got (laughs) me being serious. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Second and five. First to the hole, up the middle, and breaks free. The 20, the 10. Touchdown.
2: Prairie
0: View, and it is Tristan Waters. That clip that clip said touchdown Prairie View. I, I didn't have heard. didn't have that <laughs> it at all. Huh? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, for us, it was definitely a good, you know, if we wanted to go back to memory lane and how football games were when, when we were in school, we definitely had that. So, I don't know. I mean, if you woke up today in Dallas, <laughs> One thing that I've always liked about Houston, right, is Houston will report on TSU and Prairie View. Dallas, not so much. Like you would not after the Cotton Bowl game, you don't you turn on the the, the local news Monday morning, they're not really talking about it, right? But today (laughs) they had a lot to say. (laughs) No, this even the Dallas Morning News, right? The the headline was let me pull it up. The headline is SMU Smothers you and well, him behind
1: Smother, you know SMU Smother. smother. It was, it was a little play on the on the letters there. Okay?
0: Yeah, stuff. The, <laughs> smothers behind behind okay. Preston Stone's six touchdowns and SMU always make almost made history. Yes, they said thank the, God we didn't. they said the ten touchdown margin of victory was one point shy of the largest in team history. A yep.
3: seventy to zero win in nineteen
1: twenty. Yep, it's a fool. We set history on y'all. <laughs> well, you know, hey man, listen. At the end of the day, we were able to learn a lot. I'm sure. What did we learn? What did we learn? Know. Hey,
3: <laughs> hey, hey. <what>, like, <laughs> we learned not to,
1: <laughs> Whatever we did yesterday, we learned not to do that again. <laughs> did we? Did
3: we learn did not we, to I, to run forty times? Try, try forty rushes versus only you know, 15, 16 passes. <laughs> Go.
0: It got so <laughs> bad,
1: the announcer was like, well, I mean, it wasn't quite a, a surprise that Prairie was going to run the ball there. I'm like, really? The announcer said,
0: is, that,
3: well, is that what we learned?
1: It's 34, learn? I guess Prairie's going to run again.
3: Then <laughs> we learned so when, when we let, do that, let me get we my, average break, three yards a carry.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, Vic. Yeah, let me get my inside the uh, stadium synopsis and and me sitting with some fellow, uh, you know, the Culture Podcast supporters, uh, Chris Peggy, Ed Drayton, and also Samuel McGowan. We're all sitting together and just kind of, you know, initially initially we had a really good drive, had a really good drive. We got to third and seven. We ran the ball, got stopped, and then we were going to kick a field goal. Points, right? Field goal gets blocked and they take it back for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And at that point, all hell just I mean, you know, what I'm saying the the, the wheels came off the, the train and um, but I will say because I was talking to Sam about this, too. We were just the, the offense got really predictable. Like, you know, you look like okay, yes. motion is well, probably going to run this way. You know, we were just really we just really got so. And then, of course, the quarterback didn't have a lot of time to throw and we just were really predictable. Like we almost at a point, we almost, and I hate to say this, that we almost like, we looked like we were intimidated at some point. And I just hate that, you know, that's the way it looked on the field because, you know, when things didn't go right, you know, it just kept, you look up at the score, it just kept going up and up. and And then Sam was getting so frustrated. I was like, okay, Sam, you're going to be all right. But anyway, we were just really trying to <laughs> – Enjoy and I kept looking back at the band to give me some motivation, you know, and all that too. But we'll talk about that at the, at the next half. But yeah, I and I'll say this too is really because I was kind of getting a little upset after the game. You know, I, you know, of course, there were some SMU fans who were like, Oh my god, your band is so good, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, Like, really, I don't know how I feel about that right now. You don't beat me 69 nothing, you want to come here and give me a, a halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> you gonna patronize me with your man was really nice. I man, I really, I really nice. like your colors. It was so beautiful.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I I I don't know. Is that it? Is that it for non swag play? Yeah, I think so. Are we yeah, done? Okay. yeah, that's it. Um, The one thing
1: I will say, I hear a lot of chatter. Um from both you know alums non-alums talking about why do we play these games we all know yes there are some yeah. financial gains that we get from these but if we i think last season we talked to a couple of players they actually want those opportunities i know the alums do not like the outcomes they don't like the the, the aesthetics that, that we watch you know on national television right um but a lot of those players they want that opportunity to showcase what they can do right and and maybe it exposed some 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 gaps in their skills or in their in 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 the in the coaching or or in resources that we do not have right um, but it's very interesting to see that the guys that's on the field running the ball catching the ball hitting hitting and tackling and blocking they still want those opportunities
0: yeah, let me ask this question though, because I I agree with you. But my question is, so when we when we think about Texas AM, and Drake Cheatham stepped up. We lost the game. We were gonna lose that game, but you see, you saw him stepping up, right, yep. Jesse? He stepped up. I didn't see that up until that point. It just like Vic said, we were just intimidated, and I was like, I've 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 had a long day. I can't sit through this.
3: And I I can't tell you one person that really, that I can say really stepped up. I will say going back to that conversation of money games for the first, I'd say first half of the first quarter, you know, PV actually demonstrated ability to move the ball against them. It just went downhill at some point. The disparity between the two teams was not what I thought it would be
0: uh, from, you know,
3: and I think if we carried that point, had solid play calling, I'm going to say it again, had solid play calling, mixing up mixing up the play calling, mixing up your looks, I think it would have gone. I'm not saying we would have won, but even the announcers said, hey, I think it was in the first or second quarter, they said, hey, minus this turnover, it's just a 10-0 game. Right. He yeah. gave up turnovers, whatever they they did it to their ser- selves for the most of the first and then completely collapsed in the second half. But even if you watch the game, you hear the announcer say, hey, this PV squad, they have some players. And if they do this right, it's just a 10 zero game. So yeah. the disparity wasn't what I thought. So to your you know, to your point, Roland. Yes, yes, they want to play this game, but some things have to change if we're gonna get this five hundred thousand or seven hundred fifty thousand, whatever, whatever it costs us to play in this game. The other thing is, if we're gonna play in this game, we got to think about branding and recruiting. If you, if you are recruiting and you're looking at PV and you say, "Oh man, SMU bankroll y'all sixty nine, 69 nothing." How How does that make you feel about going to play for
0: Prairie View? Which i don't is, know yeah, I, which, I, go ahead Roland. no 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 go ahead because I, I was it's just gonna, gonna say which right. is which is real crazy to me when we think about the dallas area like we have such a huge uh, fan base as well as alums here but a lot of students we've got the pb gremlin game but a lot of students are do they just the athletes i should say that they don't they don't they don't select purview.
1: no every look almost a a, a third of the ones that they were highlighting on the the announcers were highlighting they're from the dallas area at smu
0: yeah
1: for pv or smu for smu oh of course (laughs) yeah yeah
2: yeah and i was thinking when i saw that too in the in the alumni chat where you know again and shout out first of all i wanted to say that anyway shout out to the dallas alum alumni group as well as the fourth alumni group we put on some Mm -hmm. really good events this weekend of the Friday mixer where we did a joint mixer with SMU alumni as well—that was that was a really good turnout, good showing. And then the uh, the tailgate yeah. yesterday, pre- prior to the game, was good turnout. We, you know, the band came over, they got fed, and I mean, it was an impromptu feeding for them. But hey, anyway, we just really had some really good, you know, uh, mixers and you know alumni celebrations until we went into the game but anyway i just want to give a shout out to uh the alumni chapters for for so what doing, y'all say all right this over. y'all
3: sit over there <laughs> <laughs> i see no reason why y'all should sit over here is that what you- so what do
1: you, so okay so here's here's my question so you're coach bubble right you get in the locker room or you on your you're on the ride back to purview what, what are you telling the guy? What are you telling the team? Mike, Vic, what are y'all telling the team? Shadetta, what, what are you telling the team to get them ready for next weekend, right? Because we've got to go to Alcorn. we got to go up into the reservation, right? Uh, what are you telling them to get them hyped? I'm, hey, rolling <laughs> real quick, gonna
2: tell you what. Hey, I'm going to tell you what I was talking to Sam yesterday. I, I said, Sam, i got to go on the podcast tomorrow. What, I, what do I need to say about this game? <laughs> Sam told me point blank
0: I plead the fifth. Don't say nothing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just, I am. Just control, I am. control, all delete. Yeah, I, I think I'm Ozzy Davis in School Days. Do Do you want me to lose my job? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 so that was School Days. All of you, you want me to lose my
3: job. Yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, seriously. I don't know what you can. You just got to try to get this, like you said. If this is our last one. That's outside. You just got to try to act like this was. Uh, I don't know. You just got to try to use that one and just because it's really nothing to, at least my my standpoint to 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 get from it. I just hope that we didn't come out with it, which I didn't. I don't think I saw any significant injuries or anything like that. So hopefully we just came we out. Lost healthy. Shankle, I thought.
1: Yeah. Then we lose Shankle. Then Shankle get hurt.
2: Oh, okay, mm. I may be wrong on that. I didn't, but, okay, hopefully we didn't have that many injuries so we can just get past this and and uh, move on down the road.
0: I'm not sure, though, but I did hear there were some injuries um, yeah. last week with the Abilene Christian game, which, again, becomes my concern a lot of times with these games. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. There's really not a good place to put them, right? You put them at the end of the season. You, you're at risk of jeopardizing the uh, – your, your championship play, right so it's really not a good place to add
3: them but yeah and going back to what you tell the team normally you tell a team hey here's here are the things we did good here' are the things we just sucked at that's that's the best you can do in this case there's nothing good that we did in this game um, other than you could say we didn't execute and we turned the ball over we turned the ball over Yeah, and you're going to Alcorn, and you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to execute better.
0: One thing I'm gonna say though, before we move on, I don't want to hear anyone talk about how hard it is to get on PV's campus for a football 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 game because SMU do better. That was ridiculous. I was at the game at six, but I didn't get to the game to about six thirty because of traffic issues. So, missed me. Miss me with how hard it is to get on PB's campus doing a game. And with that, we'll be back to talk about band. um (laughs) i mean the band let's see when i by the time i got into the game because of my parking woes um it was pretty much almost halftime so i didn't really hear i they played a song but i didn't know what it was um and then they went down to the field as far as the halftime show um the the things that I've said that I've liked so far this year, I still like. I think the tempo is good. Still not a fan of fast cadence. They're just not executing it right. Um, I like the tempo of the dance. Right, they're grooving. If you if you look at it, they. I even went back and looked at it again today on YouTube. They've got a. Actually, I'm lying. I didn't look at the game yesterday. It wasn't posted, but it was the same show from last week. So. Um, they're grooving. If you add some plumes and gloves to that performance, their movements are so big. It would look really good for those sitting at the very top of the stadium. So, again, no issues there. I do like the MSD performance at the end of the halftime show, beginning of the third. I do. I like it. Is it what we're used to from back in the day when the box had their own you know, mm-hmm. segment of the show? Not really. But I, I do like it. I don't know if it's a tradition because, you know, that's what happens with, with our band. They do something, we like it, and then we don't see it again. Um, but it's happened the last couple of games, so maybe it's something that they're doing this year. Um, I, yeah. I wish there was a,
3: a – maybe there is, and I don't know, Shanetta. An, uh, an avenue where we can express what we really like about the band and get them to continue. I saw the Hampton-Howard game yesterday. They showed at that, that halftime. I'm thinking, Howard? I talk about Howard on Dr. Bill's show like crazy. But I got to give it to Howard. They played some Usher. They played some songs that everybody knew. Everybody starts singing. Then the band starts chanting in unison. Everybody gets in with it. Get mm-hmm. the crowd engaged. I wish there was a way to do it. We have done that at PB in the past. I wish there was a way to express, hey, get us involved. Make us part of your performance. We um, want to be. The good, <laughs> the good bands do it. Even Hampton had, had a song that everybody knew. Hampton looked like a high school band, as small as they were yesterday, but they played something that everybody knew and got them engaged and involved in it. And I just wish... PB, would I wish there was a way to express that? Get yeah. us involved, make us part of the dang show. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah,
3: and
2: yeah, yeah, and I'll say, yeah, I was able to, Shanette, I was able to get in, you know, early because I got a chance to go to the to the uh, tailgate too. So we got in, and I think you know the band was in. We were sitting down. I was sitting like like right in front of them, so they sounded good, like you said, rolling. They were loud. I could see the brass back there. I just, you know, what you're saying, what you're saying, too, Big Mike is. There's times where you can, especially early in the game, you know, we need you. We don't know what's going on. We know we're a big yeah. underdog. Play more. Cause it was times where they could have really got us, you know, they did a little bit, but there was so much opportunity for us just to really because I'm looking back like fly of the bumblebee, let's go. You know? <laughs> but, but listen you know, they sounded good. I just, I just need, like you say, the call and response is somewhere there is missing. So we got yeah, to- it get
0: it you know and we keep talking about they sound good right but but we're black people we don't even care about that a lot of times Mm -hmm. because roland if you remember third quarter the i'm sorry second quarter the band is on the field Mm -hmm. so for those that don't know it was mustang day so kudos to smu they invited other high school bands so you had all these bands there so prairie view is going on the field to perform for halftime but there was a band. I don't know the name of the band. They were sitting to the right of the band, though. Okay. They started playing Back and Stride by Maze. Our Whoa. whole section, the whole section just turned around and started singing it with them where I was sitting. Again, yeah. they're a high school band. They sound like a high school band, right? But I'm like, it's, it's a high school band playing it. And I was like, yes, PV, learn it. You've got the tubas to really do something with that song. So...
1: And I yeah, don't know all the words to these scissors songs, yeah. so you're gonna do something better than you gonna <laughs> to speak with because the- <laughs> shouty Everybody knows who was running. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> we, we but you know, I thought we had passed the hat for the plumes. We didn't make the they didn't we didn't raise enough money to get the plumes. <laughs> we still talking about missing plumes. Come on, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, and then I was I was in my feelings too because shanetta you know, they performed on the home crowd. Oh my gosh. For, what about us? You know, perform. So I was, yeah,
0: I was feeling a little some about why we just yeah. got the backside of the show. I so. hate, I I hate when they do that. And again, yeah. it's it's understandable, right? When you know that you're Fan base will not travel with you. It's understandable to do that. It was more people on our side, on the visitor side. Yeah, there was more people, period. I knew how the drum majors lined up that they were gonna to perform to that side. And I was like, oh man, here we go.
1: <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep sending positive vibes, positive energy. <laughs> Dr. Zachary, we're here with you, bro. We're here with you. We're we here with you. We yeah, love we, you. But we just want to be yeah. with air. We want to be with the
3: band at
2: the game. <laughs> hey, and I will tell you, I will tell you the first time I heard the Swamp yesterday, because I was headed over, my niece came over, and I was headed over to the SMU side to kind of go over there. And that was probably, probably end of the third quarter, I believe. They finally played the swamp and got, you know, of course, the song gets you hype. So I was hype anyway, but I'm like, y'all probably should have played that in the first quarter. So we could have, you know, what I mean it's just you should have led <laughs> <lived> with
3: that. <laughs> you should have led with <laughs> that. You should have led in
0: with that. You know, I think too, Mike, you had mentioned what is that avenue? It's like the avenue is cheers, right? It's like <laughs> we cheer, we're cheering. We cheer when they do Eye of the Storm. So, to me, that means they like when we do that. They yeah, cheer then, when we play Swamp. That means they like when we do that. They cheer that when we come out playing our minute. swing. When they hear us and they do the Eye of the Storm, when they hear us cheer, if you
3: hear a loud cheer, that means that's, that's what we want. We say, that's, do more of that. Exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> do that right yeah. there. It's, it's so much potential because, again, they, do, they always do something that we like, but then the consistency is not there. So Nella, you
1: hit the head on the on nail last week when you said, "Bring back that oh." <laughs> oh, oh. That's what I said.
2: and that's what I said: barbecue sauce and pea funk <laughs> into your soul.
3: Yeah, when you do that p funk, make my fault. Oh my all yeah. you gotta
0: do is write one sentence, make my funk, and just stop right
2: there. I wants to get funked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: but no, I think overall it was it was what we've grown accustomed to, right? Yeah. For stands in halftime, which is good. I mean, good and bad. I mean, again, there's still some, you know, there's still some positives there. But like hey, I said, watch I this,
2: Chennetta. They love. Hey, they loved it. Oh my God, I couldn't get enough. Oh yeah. Oh my God, your band is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And 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 if I'm SMU, right, because their band performed, I don't want to come after that.
1: Cat was out there with a little whole little TT set playing. I
0: said, what are they? I, I don't want to come back to that. No. Always, you know, I've always wondered when I see, you know, the, the African Americans that are in the predominantly white bands, you just watch Prairie View. I wonder, what are you thinking?
1: Especially when your mama went to Prairie View. You sit over there. she talked
0: Bitch, I wish she had came home. <laughs> oh, All God. right. And with that, we'll be right back with some We Ready shout outs. <laughs> Now we are ready for a re ready shout outs. I actually do have something and so much attention has gone into the football team. So I just want to make sure that we are not overlooking our volleyball team. Okay. They're currently five and eight. Um, they recently swept new Orleans. And so just a few highlights here. Kylie Owens had a match high five aces. She also registered a double double with 11 kills Mike's word and 10 digs. Uh, Bailey Hewitt had a match-high 12 kills for Prairie View. And then we've got match-high 16 digs for Jacqueline Nino. And then attackers were helped by a match-high 34 assists from Leah Lawson. So, again, just want to give some love to our volleyball Mm -hmm. team because I know Mm -hmm. right now the focus is so much on the, the football team.
3: Yeah. Oh, I, and you, you must have you must have read my mind because I have them up and I was like, don't look now, but look who's in second place in this whack. None other than Prairie View A&M right behind Fam, who was okay. a conference champ last year. So all of that you said hitting percentage uh, kills. I Just love that word, kill <laughs> Uh, um, Prairie, Prairie View is up in the stats, and that so kudos to the volleyball team because they didn't start off too good, but man, they called their way back up to second and and uh right behind fam. So, my hats off to the volleyball team. Hey, big, uh, big shout out
1: to shout the PV fam. From what I see, man, Prairie View really showed up uh, for the game for the tailgating. Um, all of the pre gaming that took place, uh, great job with the Dallas Alumni uh, Association. Um, so that was a really good show. Um, I don't know if it's kind of like a a secret sauce that maybe we need to plan some of these non-conference games in cities where we have a strong alumni base, right? Maybe that's what we need to look at doing. Um, But it was really refreshing to see the alums come out and support the team like that, especially under the conditions we were under. And plus, it's like, you know, anytime PV family gets together, it's a great time. So good thing for uh, the alums that came Um, out. They were ready.
2: Yeah, and I'll give a quick shout out to our new AD. I got a chance to meet a uh, Mr. Anton Golf. Unfortunately, he's a kappa, but we're not gonna hold that against him. Well, maybe a little bit, but anyway, he was he was there at the uh, mixer. He was there at the tailgate, so got a chance to kind of, you know, catch up with him. And he seems like he's fired up and ready to to take these at this athletic program to higher heights. Definitely,
0: definitely. And I will say this, Roland. I had someone because I said, "Well, PV showed up." Because we always talk about how Houston, they don't show up. And I go they like, what uh-huh. the like, game was in Dallas. I'm like, the other game was in Dallas, but the game was 50 minutes from my house. So, anyway, all right, we ready to go?
1: How <laughs> <laughs> I many microphones you got today, Shanetta? <laughs> I'm
0: Man,
1: yeah. you give
3: Shanetta control and she look, boy, right she, is. she got look, She, no, she no. got No, yeah. no.
0: Al, Al, Al needs to come right on back, right on back. All right. <laughs> PB. You
2: you, you know? Know? oh
0: no wow hey what are you
3: doing oh, how you, oh, oh. you going to hold it you are not in the <laughs> why, box, why are you holding it like that <laughs>